Hi everyone and welcome back to my podcast. This is Fay Halden and you are listening to Recovery From It All. Now in the previous episodes you will have heard a brief story explaining my circumstances and today I want to talk about what I think could have made a difference as do a lot of other people who have been fighting and petitioning for this to happen for many many years now I believe that children are taken away sometimes far too quickly from their parents. Sometimes the parents, like myself, aren't given a fair chance to prove themselves and set up to fail in court. And to be fair, it comes across sometimes like the professionals involved all know what they're doing, setting these parents up to fail and just sit quite smugly and watch as the parents squirm for dear life, fighting the system, hoping that their efforts will be enough to be given the chance. And they all know that nothing they do will be enough, in most cases, to get that chance. And then, once they've got this decision finalised in court, They back off and leave the parents to fend for themselves, no support given yet again, and leave them with a hole in their lives that is not fixable. I was part of the case, and I know that many other people's cases, they just seem to come out of nowhere They don't do any work with you and then all of a sudden, out of the blue, it just seems like, right, you're going to court, that's that and the wheels are in motion and you just simply become a passenger in the case, completely helpless and there's nothing you can do but sit back and watch as everything unfolds and parents feel like there is no justice, no support, no help given. Now I want to be the voice and help give those parents their voice back because too often We are told we can't talk about it. We're not allowed to speak about it to people. We're not allowed to plaster it on social media to get it out there. We are not allowed to involve other people. We're not the social services and the government have also had it made that the police the justice system 
and the media are all part of it and will not involve themselves in this. So who do you turn to when the, your odd, the odds are stacked against you and things aren't actually being done fairly at all? That is my question I would love to ask a professional in the field because after having the verdict, all I've had is one phone call within a couple of hours to ask if I was okay. Well, of course I'm not okay. I've just been told I'm not getting my kids back ever. How does anybody think that feels? There is no counselling provided to these people. My own substance abuse service has practically, from the moment I was actually given the verdict at court, that was it. That in heavily in heavy involvement with me seemed to come to an end, an abrupt end, and there is no longer the amount of input required from them when really I still need their involvement to support me through such a horrific time when I am at my absolute most vulnerable because my reason for living has been took away from me. The only thing left that I have is hoping that the work I do can help make change in the future for those battling with children's services to help bring change, to help force their hand, to have to give families the support they should be given. I want to ask myself honestly these questions and answer truthfully so that I can give my opinion but there will also be questions that when I start interviewing other people starting this week, there'll be questions I will also be asking them for their opinions. I will also be giving them other questions to ask to get you an image of what was going on and to be able to give you a honest idea of what was the situation and whether or not children's services did enough to support them. Now one of the first question I have here is what help could have made a difference in my case? Now I removed the children myself because I knew that I had deteriorated with my mental health from, from the lockdown starting and other issues that were going on and I was still meeting all the children's needs, I was still playing with them and they were clean, they were fed, they were clothed, they had a warm home, they had shelter they were took out for walks, they were, their needs were met, their emotional needs were met, everything. 
Now, yes, I was struggling with disciplining in a very good way. I was raising my voice and I had on the odd occasion spanked my oldest son's bum in disciplining him. I never marked him. I never traumatised him with this. But yes, I myself was absolutely distraught regarding this because I never wanted that to be the way I disciplined at all. But I know that is wrong. And I was wanting and begging for help, asking them for support to teach me the right ways once they were removed I had lapsed and I knew that I did not want the children to be subjected to this because I know just how much damage it can do to children being in the midst of it so I held my hands up and asked them my family to take them and they were placed with family relatives and I asked for help. I got in touch with the relevant services and started asking for help and children's services got involved. Now, at this stage, I believe there should have been professionals come in, help us get stable on my back on my script, considering I had four years clean up until lockdown and I fell off the wagon for a couple of months but only in the times that the children weren't there now they never saw any of it but yes it was impacting on my irritation towards them when they were misbehaving so I would raise my voice more more quickly and I've held my hands up to that but I wasn't getting a hold of the children and screaming in their faces like the children's services reports have led everyone to believe in court. They said that I had hit him and I'm thinking well it's called corporal punishment and it's not illegal in this country. You are allowed to spank your child to discipline them and it isn't considered abuse legally but they spun it that I was physically abusing him and we're talking something that happened on a very rare occasion and it only happened since lockdown a couple of months into lockdown onwards and it was like August June July and I in September so June July August and then September came and I asked for help I removed them because I knew I didn't want them suffering. I didn't want my addiction to start being something that was happening when they were there and them suffering because of it. Now, the support they could have given me was made sure I was stable on my methadone script and then give me the appropriate counselling and support to find out what caused that lapse. They could have made sure I received the correct parenting 
advice on how to discipline my children. They could have come in and helped me to get my head around the and set up like the support I needed and be able to reach out to, serve, to point me in the right direction for services that could support me. At the time, I never knew about online service called Cygnus that does online counselling and you can get one-to-one counselling over the um, video call once a week for eight sessions. And I never knew that until after it was all too late. Um, so I was just left and listening to constant allegations, constant reports, being things being said. I think all conversations between the parent and the worker should have to be recorded so that nothing that is said can then be manipulated to be what they want it to be. It is as it is said, nothing more. Too often, what a person says is twisted. And sometimes you're accused of saying things you never said. And over time, the longer that it's been since it was said, it's like Chinese whispers. It gradually morphs into something different gradually getting worse if that's the way they want to play it and when they give a person bad news they should have something set up so that the person has a safety net to catch them at that moment because I got my a very bad parenting assessment and the social worker that came in, I was very angry because she had three appointments and in the second appointment she came out and with the report and said, well, I've got your parenting assessment here. Uh, it's a negative one, but I can't give you it because it's full of spelling mistakes and I need to correct that. But you will be given the report soon and she left and the last session but this report was based on i couldn't recognize the harm that different that using drugs would have on children but in the last session prior to that she left me with those questions to answer on paper and give her them in written answers when she came back. I never even got to give her those answers before that report was made. She came back and I had 18 pages of answers for her. For three, three or four questions I answered and it took 18 pages of writing. A4 pages in fact. And it was irrelevant. It was too late. This report was done. It was dusted and there was nothing I could do about it. And I can remember just thinking to myself, nothing I say or do here is going to change anything now. 
and I had no one, no support put in place for to deal with what was just said to me and I relapsed again, I lapsed again and this one I was so determined I just didn't want to be here, I, I couldn't face, the, my, the. I knew this negative report meant I wasn't getting my children back and I can't bear the thought of living without them. I wanted to be a mom, and I still do. And the thought of not being given that chance is enough to kill someone, especially the birth parents and also the relatives. Now, it affects too many people and... I don't believe that the help and the support that should be given is is there. But yet the support is given to the adoptees and the people that do adopt children. It is given to guardians and kinship pe um, the people who get kinship orders. It's appalling. There's more support for those who they take the children off and give them to, but not those to manage to try and keep the children with the family. How did we get as a as a, a country to a point where we believe it is better that children are raised with somebody else entirely and not their parents? to sever that bond and destroy the parents' lives all in the name of protecting the child when, in most cases, the children aren't in danger. Now, my case was based on probability of I might relapse and... I cannot prove in any way that I, that wouldn't happen. So I'd lost the case immediately. But I was left fighting, told at the beginning that no matter what I did, I was, if I worked with them, I could get my kids back. But they knew, they knew at six months, when this, it was a six months court case, and no judge has ever in a long, long, long time given kids back to parents if they've used by the end of court and had not had a year or more clean from substances. I, at the end of court, had the six months clean and it wasn't enough. I worked with them and did all I could and it wasn't enough. And that is what is sad. There's nothing they can do to say, right, okay, we will... Um, place them with the relatives and if you continue to work with them then and once you've had the year clean then we'll look to get them back with you there's none of that it's no they need permanent places and I understand to some degree what they're saying there but there is significant benefits from them being with their parents and a lot of these people are happy loving homes that they're being took from and put with other people who yes they're getting brought up very well in some case 
a lot of cases and there is some cases where it's not now the issue i have is where was the support for the family when they get involved is there are they supporting the family to have that best chance are they giving the family the skills the lessons they need are they supporting them when these crucial decisions had to be made was there any support no it's all gone all the funding's gone and that is where it's wrong would the kids have been in danger if they had come home no i had even moved in a relative of some a lot of, i've seen a lot of people do this too move in a relative or move in with somebody who could be a permanent live-in support that is a positive person now i had my own grandmother had it was it was slander what was done yet nobody took it seriously what i was saying the i had said that my grandmother had always advised me not to shout and smack the children always talk to them and calmly explain to them what why and what you're giving them wrong for and the reasons why they can't do that don't ever just say no and because i told you so because that doesn't wash with a child they need to learn and they'll learn from the reasons being explained to them and i always did that and she's right and i always found being in the presence of my grandmother was really supportive and i always managed to maintain that calm atmosphere because i always knew that if i could feel myself getting irritated she could take over and play with them whilst i went and had a cup of tea and calmed down and then returned to the situation and continued from there but the children weren't in any danger when they were here yes i had shouted their argument is that it was emotional danger and that if i'd used and read in or deed but the point was that i hadn't ever used when they were here and i am aware of the repercussions of using and even when the children aren't there and how that can affect them that is why i asked for help when somebody's asking for help do you push them away and tell them no and just leave them to sink or do you help them swim i always thought they would help but they're not has help given after they ruin you after they has help been given after they they the they take the kids and so far no and even when my daughter was taken there was no support given there was no 
involvement really that came out and tried to really help you come to terms with what has happened. I've lived with a hole in my heart since 2012 when my daughter went and this year I've now got another hole even bigger than the last because that I don't think I'll ever come to terms with because the last one I understood and accepted that my daughter was better off not with me because I wasn't ready to change and she was going to get a better life where she was going with her grandparents now this time round that wasn't how I felt and it wasn't the case as it is for a lot of parents they are willing to accept things may not have been perfect but they are far from abusive or emotionally abusive or physically abusive now since they went I learned so much And so much that I'm now having to help myself. And it, to some degree, yes, you should be proactive in looking for help yourself and getting the help yourself. But it is also their responsibility, surely, to signpost you and get those services to you to support you in such a crucial point when so many parents have killed themselves because the reason to go on is no longer there. Is this what it's all come to now? A country where it's okay to take children away and no matter how much effort the parents put in, it's never enough and we're just going to completely tear their lives apart and just leave them once they've got their own way at the end of court, just leave them, left them abandoned in complete loneliness, totally dev devastated and isolated from everything. I have met and spoke to people that have even said, and I felt like this myself, when people ask you if you've got children when you meet them later in life after this has happened, the pain and the hurt you go through and you mention that, yes, I've had got children, but they're not with me because of the judgment, the stigma. So you get to a point where you deny you've even got them. How's that right? That Because everybody just assumes, oh, you're just a no good, you're a good for nothing, waste of space and waste on fresh air. A fresh end, uh, you were, must have done something wrong. They weren't taken for nothing, then obviously. And maybe they weren't initially in some cases, but there is some cases where they are. Was there any way they could have come home? And in my opinion, yeah. In my opinion, definitely. The children years gone by wouldn't have actually been this would not have been took to the courts my case 
I would have been put on, sent to see me key work, I got myself back on a script, given the support, I would have been sat, like, given the support and the help to know where, where I was going wrong, given advice on how to discipline, the children would have wean, been weaned back into my care, they would have trialled overnights and stuff like that and unsupervised to see how that all went and that would have all been part of the case and I would have, if I'd been given those chances I think they would have sought a totally different scenario but all they could see was a unrealistic situation in contact a room that had nothing in it couldn't go anywhere couldn't do anything and get an hour how can you from that decide whether or not the parent can parent very well you can see some issues and see some see areas that they may need support and help but you can't see how they're going to manage in the home I think there should be a lot more chance for them to see how they are in the home and give them the support that the parents the support they need teaching them the skills that they may be lacking in my case it was the skills to discipline calmly and not become irritated I hold my hands up to that, but I don't think by any stretch of the imagination I was the worst parent in the world. So, to be punished like this, it just seems unfair. I don't feel like I've had justice. I don't feel like the I was heard. I don't feel like my opinion or my voice matters. And I know it's about the children, but even the children, it's their right to be brought up with their parent and they just seem to side rail us in the bid to remove them and put them with someone else. It seems the far, yes, in some cases, and even in mine, they said it would be less risky to put them with someone else. But... Mm -hmm. Was I not worth giving a chance to? I'd done everything I was asked to do and more. I was so determined to get the chance. I went above and beyond. I, in my opinion and other people's opinions, deserved that chance but was never given it. It could have definitely worked if I'd been given a chance to come home. If they'd given us the support and trialled the, how they were at home. And the last question I want to answer is if I think the six months period for a court case is unrealistic. And I would definitely say so. I would agree that some cases went on for far too long children not knowing where they were going to be however six months is unrealistic 
you should be given, in my opinion, at least a year, but no more than 18 months. That's it. I don't think there should be two, three, four years fighting to get them back and the children not knowing. That is not right. But a year to 18 months would give the parents a very good, reasonable amount of time to prove change and would give the services enough chance to work with them and help repair bonds. Like they said to me, well, you, I said that I know it would take work for to rebuild those relationships with my son because I had shouted at him and he was wary because I'd shouted at him. And I said, I know that it would take work, but it's work that I'm willing to do. And in my opinion, they should have been more than happy to do to try and give him the opportunity of being at home with his mother. My other issue is, as well, that any evidence that comes before the court, like in the legal, the criminal justice system and the civil courts, anything that's put, brought to those courts, you need to be able to evidence and prove. Now, in the family courts, anything a professional says is true without any evidence provided. Now, a social worker said in my court hearing that something that wasn't true. And I had to sit and say nothing. I couldn't speak because it wasn't my turn to speak. And... I was so angry, feeling like, well, how comes they don't have to prove that any of this stuff is true? Because if they had to prove it, they would find there would be no evidence to prove it because it's not true. Yet, that words took was gospel and it, it's just not right. There are so many people being campaigning for years for this to change and I myself have joined that campaign to be part of that change to create support for people to try and get their voices heard because we are silenced we are told to stay quiet and it's not right we should be given the opportunity to be heard to see if other people feel that the justice was right if their case was fairly handled. People make mistakes. And depending if you've got money and you if you're wealthy and famous, you 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 won't be targeted the way you are if you're in poverty. The people in these middle and lower class communities seem to be a prime target for the services to seem to... I know far too many in them communities that have had their children removed, but you've got celebrities like Kerry Katona 
who openly admitted she was using cocaine and drinking heavily and she was responsible for her son. Yet, nobody whisked in and removed her son and she openly admits the damage that that has done to her son. Yet, she isn't in the court, had another be in the courts fighting to keep her child the way anyone else would be. And that is wrong. Join me next time to hear my interview with a mother who got to keep her twins yet did not get to keep her oldest children who were unfortunately put up for adoption against her wishes. I look forward to hearing from anybody that wishes to also have their voices heard. If you want to contact me, you can on feynkai2016 at gmail.com or you can use the message button on the Anchor app and leave a voice message. I don't judge because I have no right to. We have all got our past and I do believe people should be given a chance. So, no judgement from me. And let's fight for justice for families and have parents and birth families given the right to actually be given a fair chance to keep their families together before the court is even applied to. Thanks for listening and I hope you've enjoyed my story.